Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, and the guy who's joining me now on the WaitForIt.com hotline, uh, I.J. Rosenberg of Score Atlanta, uh, is helping to steer this together. And if I.J., we don't get this right, we're going to feel a whole lot of yeah, heat, guy. Yeah, buddy. Uh, morning, welcome, I.J. Welcome yeah. to the show. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Everything Good. Everything is fine, man. We, yeah, Sam and I were talking about this. Like every other hall, once the nominees and the inductions are done, you guys got to wear some, like, you know, chest protectors like umps because you've got a whole lot of conversation <laughs> coming at you. But that's part of it too, right? Because if you exclude yeah, somebody, somebody actually knows knows of that person's career um, when, they were, when they were getting it done here on the high school level. Well, I think that, you know, the big test for us the first year will be um, I, you know, I think it's going to be hard not to get it right the first year. And the reason for that is, is there are so many great players to pick from. Um, and I've always said the nice thing about a Hall of Fame is it's just not one class. Um, we know that there'll be uh, plenty of players that uh, people are, you know, when we announce our first uh, inaugural class that people will look at and say, how is he not in there? But uh, but he's going to have a chance uh, to eventually get there. We'll get to everybody. And, uh, you know, we're at a point. We've got a board meeting on Sunday. And, of course, Sam's on the board and very excited about that. And what we're going to do is we've got a, uh, a jamboree, a spring jamboree, this Thursday night at North Gwinnett High School. Uh, you'll be able to watch the jamboree from 6 to 8.30 on Peachtree TV. And we're going to tease a little bit, and that is is we, uh, we're going to eventually get to a ballot that has 100 players on it. Uh, and from that 100 players, we will, peak, uh, excuse me, we will pick 36 of those players. Uh, but we'll tease a little bit on Thursday night. Uh, we'll, we will give out four players from each of the decades um, and each of the groups uh, that we're doing, including uh, the GIA, which was the uh, African or black uh, schools you know, that played uh, in the mid-40s uh, up until about the mid-60s, all black schools. Uh, we'll also have them a category for those players because, you know, of course, those players did not get a chance to play in the Georgia High School Association. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, really interesting. And I, I'll throw one out there for you because I had a big conversation with them this week. Uh, one of those players that will be on the ballot uh, when we come to 100 in a couple of weeks will be Bill Curry, um, and Bill, of course, played at College Park High School. Um, but if you ever get a chance, uh, and of course, Bill Curry was a coach at Georgia Tech. He was a coach at University of Alabama. Uh, he started the Georgia State program, which I know me and uh, 
Um, but you know, most of most of us that have been in long time in Atlanta will tell you he's he's one of the top guys out there as far as just people. Um, but you know, his football career take away his coaching, uh, but the football career starting at College Park High School, and then of course going to Georgia Tech uh, to play for Bobby Dodd, uh, and then his professional career where you know he was the quarterback uh, for Bart Starr. Uh, in the 1960 NFL championship game, the last NFL championship game that, that Green Bay and, and Bill won. Bill, of course, would move on and become very close to Johnny Unitas uh, at the Colts. Uh, but these stories, you know, that a lot of people don't know about, that's, that's what we're trying to do with the Hall of Fame. We're trying to tell the story of high school football in Georgia. And, and it's a pretty amazing story. I.J. Rosenberg joining Sam McGregor here at Sports Game, 92.9thegame.com. Mr. Crenshaw, I need you to take a back seat because you're going to be okay. a part of this. But I got some questions here. Go ahead. Go now, ahead. now, now sure. <laughs> first of all. We're all met me, Greg. Um, it's important to, for people to know that despite what you saw of these players on the college level, on the pro level, that doesn't go into your consideration or does it as far as what you look at when you want to put them on uh, in the hall for what they did on the high school level? And did you, did wow. I hear you correctly? Is it thirty plus going to be in that inaugural class? Yeah, there'll be thirty six plus in the inaugural class, and then when we announce the hundred people on the ballot, we'll also announce you know what we're going to be doing with the NFL Hall of Famers that Georgia High, and uh, and I think people will like uh, what the board voted on and decided to do with those players. Greg, I think one of the hard things and one of the things that people have is, is that, you know, once we get back past 1970, um, it gets more and more difficult as the, de- as the decades go back. Uh, and what I mean by that is it's very hard, um, you know, especially with the African-American players uh, that played in the very early years to get any type of information on them. Um, and I think that, you know, we have to be smart about this and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, to give you a sort of an example, um, if you look at the NFL hall of fame and you look at some of the players, uh, you know, Richard Dent is a good example. Uh, we went back on Richard Dent and it was almost impossible to get any real information because back in those days, Um, you know, the black schools, the all black schools did not get much attention. Um, They got zero attention from the Atlanta Journal Constitution, which, of course, you know, I'm embarrassed about because that's where I came out of. And that's where I spent a good part of my media years at. So, yes, we have to take more than just high school. Um, But at the same time, uh, there'll be a group of players that are on this inaugural team that weren't necessarily great college players or, and certainly if they're not great college player, they're not going to be a great NFL player. Uh, at the same time though, you're going to see the majority of these players in this class, um, that were great college players and great NFL players. Um, and, uh, uh, so yes, it's all thrown in there, but high school. Uh, okay. And, and, and I don't want to throw any names out there right now because, sort of examples of of players that had great high school careers and they're going to be on this first ballot and might be in the first inaugural class, uh, but didn't, you know, didn't do much in college uh, and pro. So yes, 
we are the focus, the number one priority is what they did in high school. Um, and if they're older, um, you know, we give a little bit more uh, for what they did in college. And, and certainly if they made it to the NFL or if they, you know, played in the NFC and the AFC, you know, there are a lot of uh, really, really good players uh, from the 40s and the 50s uh, and even the 60s who played at the all-black schools in Georgia, went on, were great uh, in the AFC, which for the most part was an, was an integrated league. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning, I.J. Rosenberg, Score Atlanta, joining us, talking about the, uh, the inaugural class of the brand-new uh, high School Football Hall of Fame, which I've been trying to call around to any other states to see if anybody else, other states are doing this, I.J. Um, I think that makes us very, very unique um, and something special to remember. Just mentioned it to Greg before you came on, the fact that just in this recent draft, 30 players who played their high school football in Georgia, 30 uh, in the most recent draft. Um, it, it tells you about the caliber of talent that this state didn't just start producing. It's been producing this for, for a very long time. Yeah, it is. And and I think one of the things that, and Greg, you know, you, you, you sort of um, hinted towards this a little bit, but I, I think one of the neat things people are going to see is they're going to see names and they're going to say, wow, you know, he played in Georgia. And, uh, and, and I don't want to give any of those away because you're just, people are going to be really surprised uh, about some of the, the great names out there in pro football. Uh, that actually played their high school football uh, in the state of in the state of Georgia. And Sam, you're exactly right. I mean, the talent that comes out of this uh, state and has been coming out of this state for a very long time. You know, the recruiting services haven't been around forever. Um, and and you know, back when you know when I grew up and went to Lakeside High School in the 1970s, here we were, you know, certainly one of the, one of the top. Uh, sports schools in the state, if not the top all-around sports school in the state in the 1970s. But, you know, we didn't have five stars. We didn't have four stars. You know, you got letters from colleges. Um, uh, That's pretty much, for the most part, how they communicated with you um, at the beginning. So it just, you know, now what you're seeing is, is that, you know, when they had the NFL draft back in 19, or even back the year that I actually covered the Falcons, uh, which was back in 1989, Deion Sanders was first pick in the draft. Uh, but I don't think that draft was on television, uh, as well as the fact that, you know, there were nobody talking about how many kids were coming out of the state of Georgia. Uh, so, yes, uh, it's amazing how many kids. And we're going to be really careful uh, to pick players from each of the decades if you know, we could just go for you know for the kids that play in the early 2000s that are retired and don't play football anymore, because uh, there's so many great names from those years. But those players uh, will eventually get. This is going to be a big Hall of Fame. It's not going to be a small one, that's for sure. I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to do what you two have kind of danced around. And you haven't said it, so I can say it. I'm going to give a couple names out here because this is a conversation that we've actually talked about on the show over the years. But you guys are going to have to have a conversation about. So let me just remind you of something. A year or so ago, a guy went into the Football Hall of Fame who played high school football here. The following season, which was last season, a coach beat him out who was the winning coach on the on the championship team, meaning Sean McVay and Calvin Johnson. 
Both played football, high school football here in the state of Georgia. Yet it was Sean McVay who beat out Calvin Johnson for the player of the year. Who didn't, I don't know where he went to college, but he obviously didn't go to the pros. But yet he's this Super Bowl winning coach. Right. But you think about Calvin Johnson, Megatron, and all that. And again, this is a conversation that you guys on the high school level, though the perception is Calvin Johnson is probably infinitely better football player than Sean McVay, but when they were on this level, Sean got it done. He won state championships. There you go. Yeah, he did win the state. And and that's a Greg, that's a good point. And remember, we're not comparing players. Okay. We're you know, I think it's unfair. Um, you know, you look at Calvin Johnson, uh, I, I think it's unfair to try to compare um two schools that played in different classifications. And that's got to be something that we t- and we spent a lot of time already talking about situations like that. I, I think the difference uh, in your two examples right there is that you know Sean McVay will eventually uh, get on this ballot. I don't know if he'll be on the inaugural ballot uh, or not, but yes, because of his ability in high school and because he was a great high school player uh, at a great school, Maris, um, he will eventually you know, get there. Um, you know, as far as Calvin Johnson is concerned, you're talking about a player that, uh, you know, Sandy Creek, that not only was a, uh, just an incredible player in high school, uh, but he played at a level um, where there was just a lot more talent uh, than the level that McVay played at. And, and of course, Calvin Johnson is going to fall in a special category anyway, uh, because he is an NFL Hall of Famer. And let me say this. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk on the board about what to do. And I'm not going to tell you what we're going to do with the Hall of Famers, but um, it was a lot of talk on the board about the Hall of Famers because we, you know, we, you know, Rayfield Wright is a good example. Uh, Rayfield, you know, when we went back and looked at him, uh, it was even hard to find uh, any evidence that he actually even played high school football. Uh, we were able to find that eventually. Uh, but my point is, I think you have to look at all these players individually. I think you have to look at their individual situations uh, and then go from there. And, and Greg, it's going to be difficult. Uh, we know that, um, you know, there'll be people. And look, I hope people are calling your show uh, <laughs> and complaining. We want that to happen because that, be- that means people are interested in the Hall of Fame. They're interested in what's going on. And as I said, um, you know, I think we'll, I, the inaugural one will be easy. I think as we start moving, you know, past the second and third year, this is what happened to me um, at Lakeside High School. You know, the Baseball Hall of Fame, which I've been involved with for years uh, as a baseball writer, that's, that's a whole different ball of wax in the way that they actually do the classes and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but the Lakeside Hall of Fame, our first year, um, our goal was to put in the best players at the school uh, in each of the individual sports. And for the most part, that's what we did. We just had our fourth class for the Lakeside Hall of Fame two weeks ago. And it was a totally different situation. It was much harder. Uh, We didn't have as many players. Uh, We had to do a better job going back and, and getting the history of these athletes. So I think there'll be some similarities there. Uh, 
Uh, and I think that this first class, you know, you, I think you mentioned two good examples, um, but one being the difference, and that is, is that Calvin Johnson has made it to the pinnacle of, of, of football, of professional football in the entire world. And that's, you know, of course, the NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. IJ, we thank you for getting up and spending some time with us uh, this morning to get us talking. We'll be checking back in as the process moves forward and looking forward to seeing yeah, you Thursday. Out of, uh, out of North Korea yeah. for the Hey, real, real quickly, guys, because I know you got to go. Y'all, I hope all your people, to your audience, turn tunes into Peachtree TV Thursday night at 6 o'clock. And I'll tell you why. We're going to do some really neat things. We're going to put a camera in the huddle. Uh, we're going to be taking, you know, a photographer. Well, we can't do this during regular season, but we'll be back there taking photos from the backside of the offense and the backside of the defense while at the same time, we're talking to the coach on the sideline, and they're telling us what to expect. You know, there's not going to be any scores on the scoreboard. Um, there's really not, you know, the clock's not going to be that big of a deal. But I think what we're trying to do Thursday night, in addition uh, to pushing our 34-game schedule this year, which really starts this Thursday, uh, and then it'll pick up again uh, with a new with a new uh, event in early August, and then of course we'll we'll start with Corky Kell. Uh, but I think if you tune in Thursday night, you're going to get a really good idea of the insides of high school football. And again, that's six o'clock to eight thirty Thursday night on Peachtree TV. All right, all right. We'll see you out there. Appreciate it, IJ. Thank Sam, you, sir. Greg, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good day. All right. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.